Thank you so much for joining us here on XY Spark. This is your boy, Rolando, your men's life coach. This afternoon, I am so excited that we have with us, believe it, we have Janelle Green. You know, she's a very important lady, not hard to catch up to, but I happen to just sort of bend her arm a little bit and say, hey, Janelle, I need you to come on XY Spark. And guys, for those of you who don't know, Janelle is responsible for the inception of XY Spark. Yes, because when XY Spark just began a little over two years ago, Janelle was one of my first guests within the first three months of the program. And she, believe it or not, has so much experience and expertise, but I don't want to steal her thunder so much. I want Janelle to tell you guys a little bit about what she does. Janelle, welcome, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, thank you, that was a great introduction. I was like, wow, we got big shoes to fill here. <laughs> Gotta be on my A game. <laughs> so, Janelle, tell us a little bit about your work. What do you do? Yeah, well, to put it really simply, Rolando, is I help save marriages. Mm. And, you know, I am, you know, I'm happily married, as you know. But what a lot can of people... Say, can you say that again? I'm happily extraordinarily exuberantly ecstatically enthusiastically in love with my husband of 15 years oh my guys did you hear that listen guys i hope you are ready for this journey because here here you have a woman you know she started on a huge platform she's happily did you hear the adjective that she used so i know we're in for a ball sorry to cut you off janelle go ahead yeah, no, it's <laughs> so you know my work is really about helping couples understand that they actually want the same thing at the end of the day they just go about it differently mm. and you know and it's not it's not it's not surprising that divorce rates are so high because in actual fact if we really think about how we were brought up the, mm. the trauma the experiences the heartache and even just our own physiology of being human we're not set up to win, to be in relationships because we barely have a relationship with ourselves. And so in my work, I really bring love and compassion and acceptance into these sessions, teach them how to have it for themselves first. So then they can show up as the better partner, husband, wife, father, mother that, that they want to be. But it really starts here. I think a lot of people don't realize that, you can't be happy in your relationship if you're not happy with yourself. And so when people say to me, Janelle, I want to forgive my partner, but I don't know how. My first question is, okay, well, what is it that you haven't forgiven yourself for? And all of a sudden, it's like, they realize, and that's where the tears start. And funny enough, you know, I, I love working with men. And I don't know what it is about me, but when I have these free consults with people, I usually do it privately with the husband and the wife separately. And the husband is the one that breaks down in the tears, not the woman. Because, oh, wow. because a lot of a lot of men, I'm sure a lot of your viewers can can you know relate to this, they don't feel heard. They a lot of them weren't brought up in a home that it was safe to have emotions, to be angry, to be sad, to be vulnerable, to be emotional. And so I feel like that is the first gift that I give all my clients and saying, it's okay, I got you. I got your back. However you show up here, it's okay. I'm not going to judge you, even though you may have done some 
stuff in the past that is you're not proud of and you're shameful of, my goal is to get you moving forward and having the kind of life and love that you deserve. Oh, and that is powerful. Yeah. That yeah. is powerful. You know, you know, Janelle, how long have you been doing this? Well, I've been coaching for about uh, five years and I've been coaching relationships for just over three years. Mm -hmm. And I use a mix of my own success that I've had in my relationship. I, I take on the stuff that I learned in my first marriage because I have been divorced. And that's really where my journey started. And mm -hmm. I also take a lot of the personal challenges that I've had in my own life. And so I feel like that what makes me such a great space for people is that I'm not just this person who just wanted to do this really cool thing called fixing, you know, helping couples. It's like, no, I've been there. I know what it's like to be cheated on. I know what it's like to be betrayed and to be abandoned as a child. You know, all of those things that we deal with as humans for someone to say, oh, I'm not the only one. You did that too. And you were able to see, you were able to find and achieve your the, the dream, the life of your dreams, okay, then there's hope. And that's I think that's really what I do is I bring hope to people. Wow. Well, Janelle, can you tell us, you know, you say you like working with men. Hmm. What are some of the things that you have noticed? And I think you alluded to some of it earlier. But what are some of the main things that you notice that men struggle with to have healthy relationships? Yeah. Well, let me let me take it on the backside. Let me tell you a little bit about women for a second, because I think that's mm. where men are missing. Because, you know, and this is men and women are the same. Women think, you know, we want our men to be like women and the men go, well, I want my women to be like, I think the first step is to realize that we're so different. And I think women, especially, we try to change men. Like, we want you to be more sensitive. We want you to like, you know, be able to play with the kids in a certain way. And my message to women is like, he is who he is. And that's beautiful. Don't try to change him into you. Don't try to change him into a woman. You're not going to like it. Even you think you do, you're not, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but coming back to really what women want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it in four simple categories. Okay. Number one, women want to feel special. They want to feel like the light of your world, their princess, their number one priority. Mm -hmm. And that's why women get very upset when you forget to text to say you're coming home or to say, you know, to text to say, I love you. Or, you know, showing those little pieces of effort that say you are my world. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number mm -hmm. two, what women want is partnership. Whew. That's why women want you to listen. So, you know, with women how we bond, how we create mm -hmm. relationship, how we create connection and intimacy mm -hmm. by talking. Men, I think, are a little bit more physical. They want more physical touch. That's how you guys bond. We mm -hmm. want to bond through here and here. Mm -hmm. And some men were not really taught by their parents. You know, a lot of the couples I deal with, I, my first question is, tell me about your parents. What were their relationship? So if, mm -hmm. if I when they were growing up, they didn't see love and affection and I love yous, then most likely they're not going to do that in their relationship. Mm. And so there's their wife saying, give me love, give me affection. And the guy's like, I don't know how, sorry, was never taught. Mm. And so that's the breakdowns. And so even though inside, you know, you love your wife, 
your wife needs to get it, to hear it, to feel it in her, in her way so that she can receive it. I think a lot of that men do a mistake, a common mistake men do. And what I hear is like, I do this, I do that for her. And my Mm. question, yeah, but are you there connected to her? Are you listening to her? Are you having conversation? Are you asking her about her day? Because sometimes it's not the doing that she wants. She doesn't care about the doing. She needs a partner. She needs someone who's her best friend who says, can I just, can we just sit together so I can cry to you? Can I just, can I just lean on your shoulder and just have you listen to me? That's what she wants. So I would say that's number two. Number three is women want to give. But what women are terrible at is receiving. We're terrible at receiving. What do you mean? Women, well, we love, you know how we love to give, right? Mm-hmm. But then we complain about, oh, all we do is give. And then when we, when someone tries to help us, when maybe even the husband tries to help, she's like, no, 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 I can do it myself. Okay. <laughs> we're trying to be okay. so independent. Mm-hmm. But there is a call. But about the era that we're living in now, uh, uh, some women believe that they're not independent if they ask their husbands to help all the time. Isn't isn't that what we find is sort of normal now? You know, I was in a conversation uh, not too long ago, uh, Janelle, and it's somehow, it's like society is making it appear that there's no place for a man anymore because women are independent now. Yeah, but I think, you know what, Rhonda, honestly, I think it's BS. I think we want to feel that way, But when we get it, we're like, ew, no, this is not what I want. I do want a partner. I think it's society telling us we should be independent. And I think it's also a very fear-based mentality. It's like, I need to protect myself in case my husband leaves me, in case I have to be on my own. It's actually not Mm -hmm. a place of love. Okay. It's it's fear, which we know that's not a great place to, there's, there's there's no soil to have love grow in fear. Fear is like darkness and cold. Love is like soil and, and warmth and water. And I think we just, we weren't taught that. And I think you're right. I think it's been very confusing for men. You know, mm-hmm. I for some reason, I attract the alpha woman with the very passive man. And mm. so the woman is the controlling one. She's the one who ha- you know has to go her way or no way. And the man is just sort of like waiting for directions. And the woman is like, why aren't you helping me? You should, you should be able to read my mind and know exactly what it is I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's emasculated him so much that he doesn't, he's so afraid to even do anything because he's afraid of screwing it up and making it worse mm. and feeling like a failure. So then he ends up just doing nothing, which actually makes it worse. Oh, wow. So there's this constant, you don't love me. And then this, I'm not, no matter what I do, it's never enough. Mm -hmm. And it's just like how I explain it to my clients. It's just like tangled wires. It's not like anything's broken. It's just a little, it just needs to be untangled. And so I I think some people like you and I are so valuable in these situations. How do you how do you work on that though? Because as you talk about that, that beautiful analogy, a tangled wire, how do we do the untangling? Because if you really look at it, it's definitely something that 
I mean, when you look at the, the, the amount of different movements that you have now and how there are a lot of men now who they feel really threatened, they feel insignificant, they, they work so hard yes. to, to prove their masculinity to their partners, you know, whether it's male or female, they work hard to prove their masculinity to their friends. They work hard to prove their masculinity in the community because there's this huge wave that's going on. So how do we address that? As we talk about what women want, how do we address yeah. that? Very simply, <laughs> communication. You know, one of the first three things I do with my clients is we talk about expectations. Mm. And we talk about boundaries. And we create mm -hmm. agreements. Because there's, you know, you and I both know there is no right or wrong in how a relationship should go. It's it's whatever you both decide works for you, right? What works for me and my husband may not work for the next person. But it's mm -hmm. all inside communication that you get on the same page. Whatever that page is. You know, for some people, open marriages is what works. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge mm -hmm. you. If, that, if that's what brings you both happiness and you've mm -hmm. both agreed to mm -hmm. this to this structure of your relationship and you're both happy and feel loved and connected. Yeah. Hey man, go for it. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I think it's because we don't communicate. And so let's talk about communication. One of the biggest things that women complain about is their men don't, don't open up. And the problem with that is we women love to make up stories and drama. We watch way too much TV and social media and we're, if you don't tell us what's going on with you, we're going to make some stuff up. And what we make up is pretty gnarly and crazy. Mm. Mm. Right. But then when I, you know, I have a client who's like this right now, he says, well, I don't want to burden her. I don't want to mm -hmm. burden her with my problems. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, but you've locked her out. She's on your door banging, saying, let me in, let me in, let me help you. Let me, you know, we love to give again. But mm -hmm. he's like, no, no, I don't want to burden her. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Janelle, you, you said something and you know, uh when you finish your point, I want to throw this in there. So let me allow you to finish your point. I as you said what you said, something like my antenna's like ding ding ding. I'm like, I have to ask journalists because I, I have some listeners, I have some clients who they may be in situations like these and they don't know how to get out of it. They don't know yeah. how to do it. Yeah, well, you know, I, he kept saying, you know, burden, burden. And I said, what makes you think that you're a burden? Has she said that to you? He says, well, no. I said, well, then where'd it come from? Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know. I just feel that way. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I don't know if you do this, but I go, okay, well, tell me about your childhood. Who in your childhood made you feel like you were a burden? And it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, my dad. Okay. So then I really just got him to look. You see. That was uh, existed when you were a kid, but right, like, let's look at reality right now. What is the proof that you have that you're a burden? He's like, well, I don't. Well, exactly. Mm -hmm. And what your wife wants from you is to love and support you in those times where you feel alone and stressed and you, you shut down and she, mm -hmm. she wants, she desperately wants to be there for you and you're, and you're shutting her out. She's at the door going, hello, let me in. And you're, you know, you got the door open a little bit. You're looking at the crack, but you're not opening that door. And eventually, we end up just getting tired of knocking. And then we mm -hmm. just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, now, here's my question, Janelle, yeah. because just recently I was talking to, you know, 
I was talking to a, a young man and here's what's happening for for him. His partner is very aggressive, mm. you know, uh, verbally very aggressive. Uh, if he tries to express how he feels to, to, to her, her response to him is, so no, it's all my fault. You know, um, why don't you, you know, look at yourself? Why don't you man up? And so there, there's a whole lot of uh, conversations that is causing him to feel like he cannot relate to her because then she's going to get angry and then say things to him that makes him feel like he's less of a man than he really is. How do we work with guys like these? What yeah. do you say to them like that? Well, what I'm hearing you saying is there's something going on with her mm -hmm. that she is feels unable to support him when he's in that. Listen, I can actually, I can actually um, relate to this. Um, I'm going to try a little bit of my personal life. So my husband is amazing and he is a very sensitive soul and we have such a vulnerable relationship. It's so beautiful. And there's moments when he just has a really crappy day and he just tears come and he tries to fight them and he feels guilty and shame when he does it. But I remember in the beginning, 15 years ago, before I did any of this work, mm -hmm. I was so uncomfortable with that. I didn't know how to be with someone who was clearly so vulnerable. And, you know, I was also taught when I was a kid to be strong, mm -hmm. to not show your feelings, weakness, you know, all of that. And mm -hmm. I just remember just being like, can you please stop crying? Like, I'm just trying to shut it down because I didn't know how to be with this. And when I really got for myself that the best thing that I can do for him so that he stops suffering is to actually let him be that. And for me to be his best friend and be like, it's okay to cry. I got your back. No mm -hmm. problem. Let it out. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I think it takes a certain level of consciousness and awareness and a responsibility for our own uncomfortableness in mm -hmm. allowing our part because at the end of the day Rolando mm -hmm. I believe what is missing if I were to just blanket what I think is missing in the world and in relationships is, is acceptance mm -hmm. acceptance of who we are and who we're not and I feel like you know a lot of people ask me why is it that my relationship is the condition that it's at and how have I been able to keep it so integrous for so long like we have never had a big argument we've never had a timeout we've never had a you know make up sex we've never done any of that and when mm -hmm. I really look at okay what is it that's so unique about us I think that's what it is is that we don't try to change each other we love and respect each other just the way we are and just the way we're not and I feel like a lot of the couples they're trying to fix and change and they're not even feeling enough for themselves, never mind in this relationship. So we make sure that we individually are good and healthy. So then we can come together and be, and we can empower each other to be the best version of each other. We don't, ex we don't expect the other to feed that to us, but we are partners. And so when he's feeling low, he brings me up. When, when I'm feeling low, I bring him up. Mm -hmm. So it's mm. always this beautiful dance that is effortless 
because, mm-hmm. because we know and trust each other and we accept each other. Let me ask you a question, Janelle. What do you say to a man who says, hey, it's, it's her job to make me happy, or a woman who says he doesn't make me happy? Because you know these are things sometimes that I find people repeat a lot, you know, like yeah. or or she 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 says she loves me, but she's not in love with me. You know, how do we work with a man who is in a relationship where he's been told this because you work a lot with men? How do you help this guy to regain his confidence? Because for a man to hear that sometimes it, it, it breaks him. And he feels, okay, now I'm missing it. Because in his mind, he was providing, he was doing his best. He was trying to be a good dad, trying to be a good partner, trying to, you know, pay for the trips, whatever, take her dinner, you know. But then all of a sudden, this is what he's greeted with. How do we help men to recover from these places? Yeah, well, I think the first thing I would say is just to get really curious, because you're right, you know, I think that we do set ourselves up, you know, I I went through that too, where, you know, especially women, right? We grew up with watching like Cinderella and all these places where, you know, you come and get saved by this man and he's just going to be your whole world. And then you realize like, oh, wait a second, he's only human and he can only do so much. And no matter what he does, it's never enough if I am not enough for myself. Right. I can't help it. But, you know, if, 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 that, if a guy said that to me, I would say, you know, listen to her. First of all, get the communication without taking it personally and then get curious. Oh, so here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that you're saying this and this. OK, so please tell me, how can I? How can I support you? How can we make this work? Where, where, what would really make the difference for you? Because sometimes she's saying, I'm not happy, but she may, the guy thinks that she, he needs to fix it. Mm. She says, I'm not happy. But what he hears is, I'm not happy with you. Mm. What the thing is, I'm not happy, period. Yes. Okay, so what would make you happy? Is it self-care? Do you need more time with your girlfriends? Do you feel like you're always a mom? Please tell me. I want to know. But what mm-hmm. we do is we get defensive. And then we're like, what do you mean? But I do this, this, and this, and this for you. It's not, not enough. But that's not what she's saying. She's mm. just saying, you know, I'm, I'm unhappy and I need you to know that. And so as yeah. a partner, the question is, okay, great. Tell me more. How can mm. I Because you know what? It might actually have nothing to do with you, is my point. Wow. We assume that. We automatically go to, it's my fault. I'm failing. I'm failing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm failing. You know, I thought I was doing great, but now based on this report, I'm failing. So it's hopeless. And there are a lot of men, you know, Janelle, who, because of that, they have decided that they're done in relationships. So they become players. They're not committed anymore. They, 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 They never get married again. They don't want to have any relationships anymore they 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 have gone rogue yeah. you know yeah and and you know how do you think we can re- restore some sort of hope in these men have you ever run into anyone like that you know yeah, I don't well know. 
I have been known to save a few marriages. Um, some of them have been already almost divorced. Uh, a few of them already moved out. I had one that had been moved out for six months and I brought them back together in 30 days. Wow. Um, so I think, I think one of the things, guys, that I would say to you is careful that you don't check out. Because it's very easy, you know, men go into the cave, right? They go, they shut out the world and they kind of just, they don't accept help. And that's, you know, I often have that. I, I, I can hear people suffering and I say, let me help you. And they're like, no, 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 I'm good. I I'm like, well, no, you're not, you know? And then men think that they can fix the problem. But listen, if you've been having this issue for 10 years, chances are nothing is going to change because you only know what you know. And so you're going to keep repeating what you know. So you need someone on the outside to come in and disrupt, interrupt that vicious cycle that you are stuck in that you don't even know why you're stuck in it. Mm, but wow. I think for men to not check out is the biggest thing because what happens is as soon as you check out, the woman automatically goes, you don't love me. You don't care. So I'm going to check out and I'm going to serve divorce papers to you. And as you know, you, you probably know, Rolando, divorce rates have gone up and it's more the women that are divorcing the men. Whereas 25 years ago, it was more the men divorcing the women. And so, so guys, listen now, I, the word is do not check out. Do not check out. You're hearing from a relationship expert here, Janelle, she's not a new kid on the block. And she's saying, if you want to save that relationship, if you still love her, don't check out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think too, a lot of men will not necessarily check out. They want to help, but they're so afraid to move, to say something wrong, to upset their wife. But sometimes, guys, you have to put your foot down. You have to be okay with upsetting her sometimes if it is for the sake of the relationship. It's kind of like, Children, if you have children, right, you're not going to give them everything they want because they're going to become spoiled brats. You know, couple, relationships or anybody is the same. You're, you are responsible for the condition of your relationship. So if you keep enabling, you keep being a doormat, you keep, you know, not setting boundaries, there is, I don't see how that's going to end well. What boundaries are you talking about in a relationship, Janelle? Although, is that something you need to have in your relationship? Isn't there supposed to be a sort of a no boundary thing? But what do you mean set boundaries? I, you know, I just think, I, I don't really like using the word boundaries, but I think a lot of people resonate with the word boundary. Yeah, but I, yeah. And really I'm putting your leg here because some persons hear about that. For, for example, the expression, you know, what is yours is mine and, 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 and what, is, what is yours is ours and what is mine is mine, you know? So... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think I, when I talk about boundaries, I think it's like having the conversations around your values, what your beliefs are, what are the, the deal breakers for you. And, you know, even, even training your partner. So like one of the things I do with my husband is if, if I know that there's this behavior that keeps re repeating itself, when we're not in upset, I will say to him, babe, just so you know, next time, when I do this, here's what I'm, here's what I, this is why it upsets me. And really what I would love for you to do is say this or not say this or do this. 
Because when you do that, that really helps me out. And I really appreciate that. Because when you do that thing, that really pisses me off. That really triggers me because... So then he knows exactly what I want, what I don't want, where I'm going to get upset. And so that he can take responsibility. But I think a lot of women are not, or people are not great with saying, this is what I need and want from you. These are my expectations. You know, when I am working late, I expect you to make dinner. And I will let you know when I'm going to be working late. So we have this, this agreement. And there's no, there's no, oh, you're taking advantage of me. You're disrespecting me. No, we agreed to it. We both said yes to something. So there's no way that this can be a disrespect, for, for example. Mm -hmm. It's all in communication. Yes, wow. Guys, you know, I hope you're taking notes and I hope you learn a lot. We have Janelle Green with us. Uh, we're talking about what women want. And I wish I could keep Janelle for the rest of the afternoon because she has so much knowledge and her stories are so amazing. I could listen to her talk all day, but you know, it's a close to a long weekend and she has her family and she probably wants to go spend time with her amazing husband. You know, she said it. I'm yes, my, my 10 year wedding anniversary. My 10 year wedding anniversary is coming up next weekend. So we're going to be going oh. away for our romantic weekend up in the mountains and so guys that's janelle giving us an invitation to her <laughs> tent <right>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know, so but you know to summarize everything that i just said really what women want is we want validation mm. to put it simply validation validate mm -hmm. that we, that you love us validate that we're a good enough wife or husband uh, wife or girlfriend or mom you know, validate that you care about us, that you, you know, that's what we want because women, similar to men, we have this ongoing conversation that we're not good enough. And so mm -hmm. we're sometimes look to our men, just remind me that I'm good enough. Remind me I'm doing right. Remind me that you love me. Remind me that you're, you're faithful to me. And I think I would assert that men are the same way too, but I think women a little bit more need that reassurance once in a while. So you know, appreciation, guys, goes a long way. And when you can appreciate your wife and give her that, you know what? You are awesome all the time. She's going to more likely give back that back to you, too. She's going to say, you know what? You're awesome, too. Okay. And then you just keep rising. I'm, I'm taking notes, you know. I, I hope, I hope, I hope my... My I hope my wife is watching this, you know, because if she's watching it, I can guarantee you when you're done, she's going to say, I hope you heard that, you know, that validation, you know, you could probably do so a little bit more there or here, you know. But guys, listen, Janelle, just before we wrap up, uh, let's say one of our guys want to connect with you because we may have some viewers who are, are looking at us now live on YouTube. We're live on YouTube and Facebook right now for those of you who are out there joining us. But let's say one of our viewers, Janelle, would like to connect with you. How do they reach you? Yes. So you can reach me a few ways. My website is saveourmarriage.ca. Mm -hmm. And I'm also doing a, a communication course for couples. It's called Communicate to Connect. And I'm actually going to be teaching you how to communicate properly, basically the opposite of how you guys have been communicating in the past. So if any of you have are saying, 
we're not on the same page. We're like, we speak different languages. I don't understand what she's saying. I don't understand why we're always fighting. This is for you. And that and that is happening on May 2nd and May 12th. So, but you can find all the information on my website. I'm also on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. Perfect. Janelle, thank you so much for being You're here welcome. and giving us your precious time. And listen, you know, for those of you who missed the interview, we'll be posting it on uh it will there on on youtube you can catch it we'll be putting little clips on our instagram page this is what women want this is part three you can catch part one and two on youtube as well and we are telling you guys that we are raising the bar a little bit we have some more exciting guests coming next week and following weeks and the weeks to come janelle thank you we just want to tell you that we invited janelle back because guess what we have surpassed over 10K downloads on XY Spark. Janelle started when we only had less than 100, and she came back to Sierra Leone. I want to celebrate this with you. So, Janelle, listen, thank you so much for being here today. And do you have any parting words before we wrap up our interview? Oh. <laughs> I like to put Janelle on the spot. You know, she yeah. never said oh. <laughs> Be a leader in your marriage. And when I say leader, I don't mean control. I mean, no one to step back, no one to not say anything, no one to listen, no one to have compassion, not only for your partner, but for yourself. And don't, and don't wait to ask for help. When you know you need help or when your wife says we need help, go get the help. Perfect. Thank you so much. Janelle Green, everybody, she has given us our time. Thank you for being here with us, Janelle. For those who joined us live on Facebook and YouTube, thank you for giving us your time as well. If you need to reach out to us here on XY Spark or to connect with Janelle, please let us know. And we look forward to seeing you. Like, share, subscribe, and comment if you gain anything from this interview today. In the meantime, you guys take care and walk good, and we will see you again next time.